0: Welcome to Turning
1: Purple, where we take an in-depth look at life as an independent artist—the good, the bad, and the Kiki carry of it all. all.
0: Oh hey, oh,
1: hey. <laughs> here we are. Oh hey, girl, how are you doing? Oh
0: God, I'm trying not to go crazy. Uh,
1: we haven't, we haven't killed each other yet. I think that's an accomplishment. I right? think we've been
0: doing good at trying to respect each other's boundaries <laughs> or whatever in our little two bedroom apartments.
1: I think we're doing pretty good. I think we're good. We're good. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I really believe you. <sighs> we're good. We're good, right? We're good. <laughs> really good.
0: Really um <laughs> so
1: this is week 3.
0: This is week three of our quarantina.
1: Quarantina. Josephinta <laughs> <laughs> Quarantina. Erica Tor Quarantina Aviat. quarantina
0: Erica Quarantina, quarantina Tina,
1: Turner. Erica, <laughs> Erica Quarantina. Turner. Erica
0: Eric Quarantina. Eric Quarantina. There she there is. There she
1: is. We got it. I knew we'd get around to that. I knew we'd get around point. to one at some point or another. Ooh, bitch. Yeah. It's a lot. Um yeah. And the world is still pretty, very depressing place at the moment, but we're gonna plunge forward, plow into yeah. it. Yeah, because why It's, it's less
0: depressive you know, to me and more frantic.
1: Frantic. You feel frantic? I'm a little frantic. Yeah, I can tell you're getting you're getting a little more a little antsy. A little antsy, for sure anyways <laughs> anyways um what you were you have this um philosophy yes that i have heard that you have expressed to me on more than one occasion and when initial the it hits a little uh I find it to be a bit terse sometimes. Yes. because I'm a, I'm a tough love um, girl. You know yeah. what I mean? It's uh, you said it to me before. I just I feel like I need a little. Well,
0: Erica, nobody cares. Okay.
1: <sighs> See, <laughs> nobody cares. When you just say that, it hits. It strikes a nerve, and it gets. It makes me recoil a bit. <laughs> so why don't you explain to me what it is that you mean? Well, I mean, I know now, but it's still, when I hear it, yeah. <laughs> it makes me cringe a little. Um, it's severe. It's, it's a bit severe, severe up it in sounds here. A bit, it's a bit severe up in here. So why don't you explain to me and the children what it is that you mean by nobody cares. Well, nobody
0: cares. What I mean by nobody cares is, um, first of all, I kind of <laughs> believe that nobody cares. <laughs> God. About anybody other than themselves, for the most part. Oh, jeez! Um, so it is severe,
1: in in a way. <laughs> I mean, I know my mom cares
0: about me, my family cares about me, my friends care about me.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, but when it comes to being an artist, uh-huh. nobody really cares as much as you do. Okay, and it's more of, it's not really about that. But it's more something Nobody that... Nobody
1: cares as much as you do. Nobody cares do you about mean? your art, about as, your much art as, as much, as, much you, as you do. Wait, as much as you do? As much as you should? As
0: much as you should? Well, as much as I do. I mean, I don't think anyone cares about it as much as I do. And And maybe I don't <laughs> hear it. Maybe I don't hear it because I don't like compliments very much either. Like when people are like, "Oh my god, I love this." I don't really, I can't internalize that and necessarily fully appreciate. So there that.
1: is a literal aspect that yeah. you, that you feel to what you are saying. Yes. Oh jeez. But well, that's all, sad. But, <laughs>
0: well, I mean, but it's hyperbole. You know, okay, yeah. I I know that people care, but, but not everyone cares the way that you think that they maybe will or should. Okay what i use nobody cares as is kind of a stress reliever when i'm creating when i'm thinking about um creating releasing
1: things um when i you're, you're specifically in re- reference to like releasing new new shit
0: releasing and while i'm creating oh, okay you know because what does everyone always say what's the most Cliche thing that everyone says about the way that you're supposed to be in this life be yourself, right? <laughs> be yourself, Erica. That's all we want. We just want you to be you. Oh, okay. Girl. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. not true?
1: Yeah. It's cliche and true.
0: So don't let other people, what don't let what you think other people will think about you dictate the what? way that you create your art.
1: Oh, okay. There we are. Now we are there. Right. <laughs> this is where we were going. So, right? tell
0: yourself nobody cares. This is this is my philosophy. Tell yourself okay. nobody cares, so that you can get to the true, um, root of what you want to create, not okay. what you think you should create because other people will like it.
1: Ah, uh, now we're here. That's a lot less bleak. Yeah. <laughs> when you get into it like that, yeah. But so I'm a very I'm, literal person. Uh-huh. So I'm so not.
0: Remember <laughs> when Sophia Lamar, legendary New York nightlife, pers- personality, uh-huh. Sophia Lamar. Remember when she said every day <laughs> I get Problematic. up. I look into the <laughs> mirror and I say, You're busted. <laughs> And that really like hit, like rang true with me because it's, you know what it is? It, it, it kills the ego. Mm. And the ego is really bad for creation and moving on. Because okay. it can really inhibit you from, from releasing things, from presenting yourself to the world. It can really inhibit you because you're always worried about, well, what are other people gonna think about me? What are they gonna think about this? What are they gonna think about my song? What are they gonna think about this look? What are they gonna think if I move to Phoenix?
1: Yeah, yeah. There you go.
0: Right? <laughs> so if you look at yourself in the mirror and say, You're busted, then <laughs> I, you can you know, you can only go up from there. So I guess you, you break it down. <laughs> Take out the <laughs> ego from from your thought process, and it makes everything a lot easier. It takes okay. away all the stress.
1: I guess I can. Yes, I can see that. Why don't you give an ex, like? Is there is there an example well, of a time yeah. where? Yeah, because this I, sort stopped, of thing I stopped. I stopped you. Okay,
0: I I I admitted <laughs> to myself that nobody cares.
1: Okay, and I
0: and in turn I could stop caring so much about what other people might think about me. Okay, and specifically my art um and my music, because I used to be very i mean I'm still a control freak, oh yeah, I have a hard time working <laughs> with other people because I want to do everything my way, and that's just the way I am, you know uh-huh. um
1: I think we work well together though we do
0: um but i you know I do have i i I've collaborated with lots of different people. And usually it works best when we're not in the same room. <laughs> because a lot of things like when you're... I'll do songs where people, producers will send me music and I'll write a song to it uh-huh. and then I'll sing it and I'll send that to them and they finish it up and then it's it's all done. Um, Until they send me the first mix and then I send them three pages of notes of things that are wrong with it. Mm. Um, So yeah, I have a hard time just like letting other people do their thing when I feel like I know the way that I want it to be Mm -hmm. but anyway what was I saying Um, (laughs) I got I got held up though I got held up in my in my artistic journey Um, artistic journey uh, your artistic journey uh, that's what this show's about is artistic artistic journey artistic journeys. artistic journey Um, (laughs) I, I did I had a big kind of lull or um like a downtime in the gap, a a big gap, um, in, uh,
1: releasing releasing
0: music of my own. Yeah. I was always doing a lot of music through the last 15 years from when I first started releasing music to now I was always producing and writing and creating music, but not necessarily for me as Adam Joseph, the recording artist. Mm -hmm. um, I released my first album in 2003 and, uh, right when I moved to New York and I I toured around, I used to get booked a lot to tour, do festivals, touring with my band. I got signed to a record deal with the, um, this label called music with a twist, uh, that was under Sony Mm -hmm. and I got a publishing deal in the same year that was two thousand. Seven two
1: 2008
0: okay and then um i released faggoty attention in 2000 late 2007 i believe and made God, a music video for so that good. and that kind of was like my first uh experience of like viral video music video where i where i would go places and people would recognize me um and people would come up to me at the club and start singing my song to me, mm-hmm. and that was crazy for me, yeah, and that was huge because really, it was the most indie that you could get. I was actually the funny thing is I was actually signed to the label under Sony at that point, and they were doing nothing with me, and I was signed to them for about nine months, and before the label eventually dissolved and just closed, and they released all the artists and um the gossip was on the same label as as me. Oh, really? Yeah, and they were the only artists from the label to actually get transferred to another label, and that's right before they blew up really big. Huh. But um, so I I released Faggoty Attention on my own while I was signed to a label, which is l- against the law. <laughs> I broke I breached my <laughs> contract, Oops. but they didn't. They weren't even paying attention to anything I was doing. So they never said anything to me about it. Actually the the head of A&R for that label said to me, I heard your song Faggity attention. You know, it's a really cute, catchy song. I think it would do well in Europe. I, I mean, it obviously is not going to do well in the United States. <laughs> so, but he didn't say anything about me releasing it while it was actually signed to his label. But, um, you know, that's just labels for you. <laughs> um, they're not interested in anything unless they're making money off of you. So, um, so that, you know, that happened. So I was kind of like on, I was on the up going with my first album. I had music videos on logo. I was touring. I sold a lot. I sold a good amount of albums for an indie artist. I had my, my CD was in Barnes and Noble, um, Barnes and Noble. Yeah, like on a new artist program,
1: like a physical CD, like an
0: actual copy of a hard <laughs> copy of a CD. If you, that's just how old I am.
1: Well,
0: um, my compact uh, disc well, came out. Have those things? What are they called? CD players.
1: It was a compact disc.
0: disc. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I was on the way up, and then I released Faggity Tension, and that like pushed me even further, and um. Then that ye- that year, 2008, I started working with this manager who was never officially my manager, but he was a manager. And he was basically introducing me to producers, giving me tracks from producers, and I was writing to them. And
1: Is this who I think it? you're talking about?
0: No, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about. Um, but... You probably never even met this
1: guy. Okay, so then no. No,
0: but I um I was thinking. <laughs> but he uh he was hooked me up with tracks, so I started writing to all these and I had. That's that's where um the song Harmony that I that Johnny loves.
1: Oh yeah. Uh-huh. That's where
0: that came from. It was a, I wanted to do a more commercial R&B sound cuz my first album was very neo soul. Then Faggity attention was like pop electro whatever kind of mm-hmm. very kitschy and niche Eesh. and then i was trying to go for maybe like for for a more commercial radio sound so that i could in my mind become a big star um and i could be accepted into mainstream music once again, thinking about what other people would think about it instead of what I actually wanted,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you see, and that's yeah. what was dictating everything I was doing. I wanted to be more commercial, so I could get on the radio, and pe- you know, I can be like this artist and that artist, and people can, uh, you know, appreciate me more. I don't know, but um, so I did a few songs. I th- think I was going to do an EP. I was going to do an EP. Yeah. The only song I ended up releasing from that batch of songs was uh, a song that I wrote inspired by you, Erica. Shut your mouth. My first Christmas song,
1: taking oh, you home for Christmas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um But that was that was um, the f- that was the only song that ended up getting released because it was a Christmas song, and I had written it, and I was like, I want to get it out for this Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, so I did that. I recorded it. All the other songs were just like rough demos that I never actually recorded final vocals for and got mixed and completed. Yeah. But then I ended up having like this weird thing with that manager guy who was getting me all the tracks because he was trying to do some kind of...
1: I, don't, I love that every time you see manager, you do air quotes. Manager. Well, he wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't signed to him or anything. And he was, I don't know how real... Air quote
0: manager. He wasn't a... I don't think he was like making his living as a professional music manager okay. or anything. All right, but uh,
1: <laughs>
0: then we we parted ways because he got really mad because he 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 posted some picture. He was doing some kind of campaign for something, and he had all these people take pictures of themselves, or had a photographer take pictures of everyone mm-hmm. and use them. And I really hated the picture, <laughs> and I was like, "No, we can't, we can't use that picture." And he was like he got really pinched about it for some reason. Huh. And um, so that was pretty much the reason that our whole working relationship ended. It was
1: weird. Isn't it weird how shit like that yeah, happens? Yeah, yeah. It's like you, like you push back on of, one little thing yeah.
0: and then it's I like, like everything comes falling, mm-hmm. crumbling down. I
1: feel like that's a very common story. Yeah. Relations like that, relationships like that, from what I've heard over the years, tend to dissolve in very bizarre ways.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. So, anyway, so that was, you know, that was a year that, that was the year after Faggity Attention when it could have been a great time for a follow up and to continue to go, you know, push my direction going up. But I didn't do anything. I mean, I did stuff, but I didn't release anything. So the public sees nothing. Right. Yeah. And then the great recession of 2009 (laughs) when everything came tumbling down
1: tumbling down and darling. actually
0: and so then the next thing i was going to do was um a group with with my friend who we will be talking about later in the show and the who is she Nikki Glaspie oh yeah we were going to do a group together because she had just finished uh playing with Beyonce and she was done with that she's a drummer she's a drummer and um, we produced my first album together, and so we were going to do a group, and I was really excited about that because I was like, it'll be like a singer and a drummer, and it'll be really cool, and we just... She sings as well. She sings as well, um, but uh, we worked on a couple songs, but we had a hard time getting things done because a lot of, that happens a lot between friends. Uh, yeah. Because you can have like your best friend and whatever, and you're both interested in doing stuff, but True. it's almost sometimes better to work with people that you don't necessarily know. And then all you, all you're really focusing on is getting this project, getting done. the
1: project done, you know, y'all were smoking a lot of weed at that time. Too, yeah. Though. Yeah. We had
0: a serious, <laughs> serious weed habit at the time. I'm sober now. <laughs> I am sober now, but I've been smoking. <laughs> I, oh yes. Darling. Um, So So we just never really – nothing ever really came to fruition with that. And then she ended up going and starting her own band with some other people. Um, And it was kind of a different type of music that I wasn't really – I wouldn't have been interested in doing that type of thing. Mm -hmm. It was more of a jam band type situation. And and I was just thinking to myself, like, I need to get more music out there. Like, I need to do – something on my own, you know, like it's worked for me before, you know? So what's wrong? Why am I holding myself back? And then I started going to Europe a lot and that's when I started doing a lot of more dance music, but it was always features. And for some reason with my, with the, with the audience that I had built up, um, I, I, they did not respond to the dance features that I was doing at all. Like I would post it, you know, on my Facebook and everything like that. People did not care. <laughs> they didn't. They, nobody cares. Right. That was
1: some good, you me some really good songs.
0: Well, those songs did well for themselves. You know, I, those, that, they weren't unsuccessful. Like I had songs in movies, on TV shows, all around the world, it was mostly European people that I was working with, so it was a more international market. But, um, you know, I did an entire record with a guy named Alex Cassell out of Paris and ended up getting kind of screwed over with that one because I was supposed to be featured on all these songs that I had written and sang, but he apparently told the label to put my name as the featured artist but the label messed up and didn't do it so mm-hmm. that wasn't good for my career yeah. where I take an entire year to work on an album with someone and then it comes out and my name's nowhere to be found
1: girl yeah so That's that was so that was not cute no
0: but um i did that a couple You know, I did a, I did a, I did a more than a couple, uh, several, many, several, many features, several, many features on, (laughs) on some, I did a record with, I did a record with Bob Sinclair, Mm -hmm. who's a huge, you know, one of the biggest house producers in Europe. Yep. Um, I did a record with this group called Plastic Funk, which are, who are very successful DJs and producers and are all around the world. And, um, but all those songs were not really saying anything for my my brand as Adam Joseph you mm-hmm. know and my audience was not really responding to that and i and that's the thing i never really stopped releasing music i was always releasing things i would at least have one or two songs released a year mhm but it was it was a long there was a long time because I released my second album in 2014, so you think from 2007 or 2008 when I released Faggoty Attention, until, and then my Christmas song, and then nothing in 2008, and then nothing until as just Adam Joseph until 2014, because and I had that's
1: t- when we did the video together, right. I did that video for you. What's a Lover to Do. Yeah, what's a Lover yeah. to
0: Do. Yeah, yeah, And nobody really cared about that album either. You know, like it didn't, that album didn't pop off like my first album did. You know, and why? Who knows? You know, that's the thing you have to realize about creation is it's not, it's not to say that the music is not good, you know, or your art's not good. Sometimes it's just not received because wrong time. Not not necessarily the wrong time, but maybe the wrong promotion or the lack of promotion. I mean, people need, you need some way for your art to be promoted and seen other than throwing it on your Facebook page. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's huge companies that that's all that they do is get, people seen, get people, you know, it's PR, you have to get in your magazines, you have to get mm-hmm. on blogs, you have to get on TV, you have to get on the radio, you have to get a, interviews, you know, and at that time I didn't really, it it happened so organically for me in the first pro- few projects that I had done. That when it didn't happen organically, I just was like, "Why Lost. am I? Why am I cl- cl- like trying to climb up this mountain with no rope? Like, it
1: just it just seemed like impossible. Uh-huh.
0: What's the point? You know?"
1: Yeah, because because like you like you were saying it had happened so organically. I think I have the same right
0: experience, very much the right. same. Because experience. the first song that you released was a big hit for you.
1: Yeah, and it came out of nowhere, and I was beyond not prepared for that type of notoriety or success. Um, everything that entire, that entire project and everything surrounding it was magical. I think.
0: Yeah. We're talking about, of course, the legendary (laughs) single, my pumps Pumps. by Erica tour, um, produced by
1: moi. Yeah. Produced by you. Um, and Johnny McGovern, And Johnny McGovern. That was a really, I mean, the whole experience was really magical. Uh,
0: Especially because that song was literally like that whole project was kind of just like handed to you. You wrote the song. Yeah. But you didn't book the session. You know what I mean? Like it was like Johnny was like, okay, well, you're going to do this song. Yeah. Johnny
1: McGovern was the one that was like, you're going to do this song. Yeah. And then, which does
0: not happen very often. To artists. No. There's not someone else facilitating you, especially on your first thing. Yeah. Being well, like, well, Johnny, this is, like, I said we're going to make this happen for you.
1: Johnny was the one that really wanted me to, like, saw a superstar in me. Mm-hmm. I didn't see one in myself mm-hmm. at all. I was just a club kid, happy to be making a couple ducats to show, to put on some fancy clothes and show up and mm-hmm. get drunk, you know? Right. Honestly, I mean, if I'm being honest, that's what my life was. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Johnny like handed, basically yeah, handed me this project. But I did, I did. Once we started working on the track, like I went, I went back and I wrote the whole song, mm-hmm. and I came back and recorded it. Yeah, and then everything after that. I mean, the the EP I thought was a really magical experience. All those songs happened really organically mm-hmm. and are really good. I yeah. think they still stand up they're really super well, fun. and they're all super fun. But in the making of that video was I just kind of called in every, every favor that I had. And it was a huge, like all of my sisters rallied around me and we made this amazing little nugget of something that will be around forever. But, uh, at the time I was just not mentally prepared for what that would entail. I didn't. Um, and there was also, not only did it happen so organically, but it was promoted in a way that didn't exist before then and stopped existing after that, which was Logo.
0: Right. Yeah, Logo really changed the game for us because we had um, – like I never even thought about making a music video for my for the songs on my album, uh, my first album. And then this guy George Leiter was like, you should – He's like, I have a friend that works at Logo. You should make. It. He and he was George Leiter was a v- film producer, music video producer,
1: and he did some really beautiful
0: yeah. work. Yeah, and uh, he was like, I know a guy at Logo, and they're looking for LGBT artists to play on this on this new show. And Logo had literally like just started, mm-hmm. and um. So he was like, we should shoot a music video. I love your music. Let's do it. And so we did, and it got on Logo. Yeah. And, in, and it was just like, wow. And now my music video is being played on a, net, a cable network show and being shown all around the country.
1: That was your mind, right?
0: No, I'm talking about Flow With My Soul. Flow
1: With My Soul.
0: And then we shot Your Mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, another song that was the i guess the second single you know i wasn't really i it, 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 it we shot your mind like years after my album came out yeah <laughs> we
1: shot we shot
0: flow with my soul years after my album came out uh uh-huh. um but you know this was before that this is when youtube was just starting and not everyone was like let's make a music video you know and mm. or even think that to have the means to do that you know yeah but, it was
1: definitely a much more reduction than it is now, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but the time that, and in the time that we did my pumps, like we were already we were doing music videos like here and there and everywhere at that point. Mm-hmm. It um, was a boom for Johnny's, like real, for, yeah,
1: for, for LGBT yeah. artists. And logo and was.
0: and since we had a goal to like get let's do a really good video to get it on Logo, you know that made it a lot more like we that gave us a reason to, like, make it happen, you yeah. know? Um, So, yeah, your first first song ever was, you know, produced in my living room. Yeah. And we <laughs> made a music video for it. And An it got on Logo. It got tons of hits on YouTube. Drag queens are performing it everywhere, all around the country. It was on TV. Um, It was on Dance Moms. Mm-hmm. They used it as the music for a number that these kids were doing on dance moms yeah. crazy Fucking, it's
1: nuts yeah
0: but um but what do you mean by you weren't mentally prepared like what what was the problem that presented itself like
1: uh it triggered uh my uh, my everything all of my mentals it triggered my depression um, so triggered success my, triggered your depression. Yeah, uh, I found it to be incredibly overwhelming. The entire thing, um, I just wasn't. Let's see. I've. Uh, it's hard to explain, but it's. I've never. What what needed to what needs to happen when you have that level of success? You need to be able to go in public and be like, "This is awesome." I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been able to do that.
0: Well, I mean, that was kind of your job for several years yeah. in New York yeah. of showing up, being fabulous,
1: yeah, and Under getting paid for
0: it. And oh, so you're saying that you had you had serious anxiety. I remember you having anxiety about doing like when we there was some type of show or we would do a pride festival where it was more like a four o'clock in the afternoon type show and you were literally uncomfortable to perform because you weren't under the influence of something
1: yep i um well i my my life has only realized you know working on myself in the past few years Mm -hmm. um have i really been able to admit to myself that my entire life has been governed by severe anxiety like from the time that i was I mean, for as long as I can remember, um, and it definitely came to bear in the way that this entire situation unfolded. And what happens when I get overwhelmed is I shut down, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Like there was all this wonderful stuff going on, um, uh, but I was un—I was like incapable of of
0: enjoying it, and of enjoying it,
1: it. or appreciating, not appreciating, believing it. I was mm-hmm. incapable. Of like I just said, you need to when in order to capitalize on a moment like this, which I did not do, was not a capable of doing, you have to believe that it's good. You have to believe that it's that you're good, mm-hmm. that you're great, mm-hmm. and that you're worth promoting. Yeah. Um and I think That
0: is a big pressure that I also That is not something that,
1: that I was able yeah. to do. I, I didn't I have also
0: that. went through that when it's Presenting yourself as a product, yeah, is really a lot harder than you think it would be,
1: and it tapped into all of my insecurities mm-hmm. um up to that point, I had never performed uh except for like you know when I was dancing and I'd quit dancing I'd never performed I'd never done a a show that was just me right. sober it's much different when
0: when you know as the stages get bigger the crowds get bigger and they're and it's all about you as a solo artist mm-hmm. it is a lot of pressure
1: and it was a lot of success yeah really rapidly mm-hmm. um and everybody it's hard to explain everybody that was my friend Mm-hmm. was rallying around me mm-hmm. and like super supportive doing wonderful things for me mm-hmm. but it only made me feel worse uh-huh. it only made me feel more it only made me want to withdraw even more because that now on top of me not believing in myself I have to which I know i me not being able to be what I know that I need to be. Mm. And then there's all these other people Mm. that are wanting me to be what I know that I can't be. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the thing is, so that's where I was mentally
0: to me. I never really saw, I didn't understand what was going on with you at all in that aspect at that time. But I think you could do it. I think you did do it,
1: you know. I did not capitalize. I should have used that success as a springboard to start a really, like, probably much more lucrative yeah. and lo- like, and but it also, a career with a lot of longevity. Something instead, I was traumatized by the experience. Yeah, and well, to didn't m- to and me couldn't as a, as produce as any your, other any more work. Right uh, to me as your <laughs> producer
0: and your friend. I took it as, she's just not that serious about this. I was very deadly serious
1: about it, but I was unable to overcome what was going on in my mind. I was unable to... Well, you ended reason, up making like the I EP. Said, <clears throat> exactly, but the, like I said, like I've said before, the reason that I quit dancing was because I couldn't audition. It was impossible. It, it, it was The anxiety was so overwhelming that it became physical and it became... It manifested in physical ways that didn't allow Mm -hmm. me to perform Mm -hmm. under that, under that pressure. Yeah. And it's like the same, it was the same, but it's the same, the same thing was happening. Thinking
0: about what, if you applied the nobody cares (laughs)
1: philosophy
0: (laughs) to your, to that situation, (laughs) do you think it would have made it
1: any easier? At the time? No, nothing would have helped. I wasn't. I was. It was just where I was on my journey. I wasn't. I wasn't. Um. I wasn't aware of what my of what was going on enough. Well, because I what think I at, at because time, what I
0: at the time you were hanging on by a thread. <laughs> and I'm not trying to sh- throw shade at all. We all were financially you know very unstable
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but at the same yeah and the, you the, know, the like
1: the dichotomy like between this success uh-huh. and our actual everyday lives right. was huge like it was. it was the chasm between was yeah. so huge people and thought that's really we were, hard to reconcile people, people thought we for were for some rich. reason we
0: thought we were we were rich and we were like you know touring around people the world still in, think we're in, rich. and first class <laughs> and whatever but that like that it wasn't for me
1: no like that it was not for any of us um
0: but so i think i think that the money had a lot to do with that at the time because you know you you can't just make a super cute music video with no
1: money in your pocket yeah i happen to have you had some help a lot of help
0: you had a lot of help with that first video but then to do it again
1: and that was another that was thing. a whole nother level of pressure yeah. at the time. Yeah. Uh not only were these people giving me their all of my friends giving me so much of their time, I was there was people also giving me money to make right. this to right. me. And that was just completely overwhelming mm-hmm. to me. Um so it was just uh I d I don't know if just just being able to say. Nobody cares. I don't know. I think I was in too deep of a place at that point that that would have helped me. Well, it's not necessarily
0: something that you can just say once and it's something it's you have all, to really, you know, it's a philosophy. Exactly. So you have to learn to
1: live by that, you know, you have to. But it by... prevented me, you know, like uh, it's where a, I was. It's
0: a, it's a, it's a, it's one of those daily affirmation things that you have to continue to remind yourself of because just like anything else, it's always going to, all the, the anxiety and stuff is always going to creep in, Mm -hmm. but then you have to push it away. (laughs) You have to realize that it's not necessary. It's not real. You, you know, and, and, and sometimes you have to focus on things that are not really what is real, you know, it's all in your head. You know, and that's why I have to tell myself, even if it's not true, that nobody cares, you know, and and I'm glad that who cares if I who cares if I who cares if I release a song that's completely terrible. What I'm what I was saying is also was, you know, it's not that serious.
1: Well, yeah, it's not that serious. That is a good motto to have. I it's something that I struggle with take you know that I'm a worrier it's like my job to worry mm-hmm. um so like like I said before yes intellectually this is I know these things it's a difficult place for me to get to but I've been working on it and I think that I'm doing much better you are than I was doing than I have been in the past you haven't been staying in bed for Days at a time. I have not been doing. <laughs> so that's a really I think good that's, step in the right. direction. I think direction. that's that's huge progress. You haven't been
0: hiding behind
1: drugs and alcohol at all. No, I. Well, <laughs> how do you, I think it's shit. Like a shit. It's an accomplishment. Um, it is an accomplishment. It's um. I'm only recently admitting to myself that that's what I was doing and that was part of my. I knew that I couldn't. I, well, I thought hey, we both did it, yeah, hello. I thought for many years that it was impossible for me to perform right in front of people without the aid of um drugs or and or usually and alcohol <laughs> um some type of substance, preferably one that would give my unborn baby gills, <laughs> yes, party go no that the goes- goes- correct, no, for- it goes like this. <laughs> you do it, I would like a powerful mind altering substance. <laughs> substance, preferably something that will make my unborn children grow gills. gills. there we go there we go <laughs> that is my that something movie is like my that. that movie is my jam girl yeah, but anyway i um I know now that that is not true. <laughs> I can perform without um the aid of Drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's, but that is very new. That oh, that has only happened in the past six months. I mean, I honestly
0: no. It's offense. very new. Uh, in in all honesty, I still do gigs, and I'm like, girl, I just need to drink through this. <laughs> like, <laughs> facts are facts.
1: Facts are facts.
0: I mean, especially when you're up in the club at two o'clock in the morning, and everybody is wasted around you. And, you know, people are coming up to the booth, hey, you know, there's all... You're like, I don't want to be sober during that girl. Don't nobody want to see you. that. But it's
1: yeah, I, I get that. But for me, it was it's a not a matter. I had to admit to myself that I cannot drink casually. Right. Right in a in a situation where I'm performing as well, mm-hmm. like when I'm in drag, mm-hmm. it's not possible for me to be in drag and drink casually. I don't. think that I think, I, that no I don't think can it's be... possible
0: for me to drink casually
1: in or out of drag. Oh, see, I can drink <laughs> casually. I've been doing it. Because I've been having one or two drinks, right? And not getting. But the thing is, I'm not is, good at that. Yeah, um, I'm an. I'm an. For years, I wouldn't be I, all I would, or nothing. Yeah, I was. Cause I was I'll only, drink
0: it all, <laughs> nothing <laughs> oh, oh, god!
1: Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I am at a, a new place. With that. And I think that You've I come might from be from behind oh, the waterfall. I have come from behind the waterfall. I mean, sometimes I still like to go there, don't get me wrong. Okay. But um, I'm now able to at least perform um, you know, without being inebriated, right. which I think is, is progress. Yeah. And this whole and I think the nobody cares thing. Is something that I need to. It's a mantra that is still abrasive to me, mm-hmm. but I admit that it is something that I need to try and take to heart. At least right. the the emotional, so not see, the literal yeah. aspect yeah. of it that you like to, yeah, m- you know, the masochistic aspect right. of it yeah. that you enjoy. That's what I'm into that. <laughs> I'm, she's that. She's that type of girl, you know. But the you know the um
0: metaphorical. Yeah. But you ask, understand expect. what I mean behind it. I do. I and understand. It, when I say it to myself that all of those things kind of just give me... They empower me to be and able to about move about forward. You know? Because I used to I have, think that's important. I used to be really, really hung up on all that shit I about... I remember. I, I can't do... And this was not even that long ago. It
1: was not that long ago. You did, wouldn't even... Uh, You have such a higher – you have a very much higher – such a a very high standard for yourself that it was funny to me that sometimes even while in the middle of producing wonderful work for other people, you would be so incredibly hard on your own work. Like even while you're making wonderful things for other people, Mm -hmm. like I can't – you would have – you would play me something of yours and you'd be like, like back to back, even sometimes you play like something you're working on and then you play me something of yours Mm -hmm. and I'd be like, well, that's great. Those are both amazing things. And then you'd talk about your thing and be like, this is, I can't release this. It doesn't sound right. This doesn't sound right. This production isn't good. And I'm like, it's, you're literally, you're the same person that Mm -hmm. produced those other things <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah but this doesn't sound right and i have to do this and this uh, yeah. all these all these things holding me back when i should just you know i just had to let it go and just yeah. let it be what it is mm-hmm. and i still do it that's the thing I'm, it's not like it's, I'm an, like, it's an ongoing it's process like I, yeah it's not like i've come out from the other side of the tunnel and now i'm perfect and everything's fine no i still <laughs> do it all the time me i too. just went through this with my last release
1: mm-hmm.
0: with I, I just released a song called daddy yeah and I first wrote it to one track. Then I produced a track for it that was cool. But then I found an, I got another producer to produce a whole another track for it. And I ended up using the other producer's track instead of just sticking with my own. But I I actually am really happy with the way it turned out.
1: Not that the one you have that, a problem producing your own. I don't music. like to
0: produce my own music. Because I never feel Which like is it's so good so wild enough. to me. I never feel because like it's good Because you've
1: enough. done such wonderful things for me and for so many other people.
0: But the funny thing about it is, all the songs that I've produced for myself that I've sung on have all been successful, and most of the things that I've that I didn't produce that I sang on and got other producers to do it were not. So I that, mean, I know I, it I speaks I, for itself, I know, it's, <laughs> right? You think it would, but it still doesn't make sense in my mind. To like be like, I can mm-hmm. produce
1: my own stuff. Sometimes you can't. Uh, no, sometimes it's difficult. Yeah. To I need to stop saying can't so much. You're yeah. right about that. I say it all the time, and I shouldn't. It's difficult to um, take your own advice.
0: It it sure is. <laughs> and and plus, I feel like when I release a lot of my music, I want it to be that like shiny pop sound, and I just don't to think me, I can do that.
1: But to me, that's so much, and i We've talked about this before. To me, it's so much less interesting. It's true. I Honestly, mean, if I'm being completely honest with you, you're right. It's much less interesting. Yeah. When there's that gloss, that sheen on top of every that everything else perfect. has,
0: everything's it's, perfect. Yeah,
1: it's just so much less interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
1: there
0: there's there's I, I'm I'm really on both sides of the fence on that one. Yeah. You think cuz I love a shiny perfect pop song, but I also love like a gritty underground vibe at the same time. So I I'm kind of torn. It depends on the song. And I don't know. But huh. I think it's one of those it really does come down to one of those things where you you know, you're always gonna look at your first flaw when you look in the mirror, and you know what I mean. You're never gonna look as good to as other people tell you that you look to yeah. yourself. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Except for when you're really drunk.
0: Except for when you're really drunk. People like us. Mirror.
1: People that have any uh, like a modicum of um, self awareness. When you when you get
0: <laughs> when you get that I really get I bathroom wanna... lighting, okay, and you're like wake up or, and you're still drunk from the night before, and you look in the mirror, and you're like. Yes. <laughs> you get that every once in a
1: while. Every once in a while. I wish I could have that all the time. Right, exactly. I. Where do you think... I think we're both in a much better place. You're further along than me, obviously.
0: I, I think yeah. we're both
1: in a much better place uh, creatively. I'm in a, m- a, a much better position to move forward yeah. from here.
0: I'm in a more How confident place. Uh, I have gained some confidence in my production. I still think... It's not that good, but it's not that bad. And I used to think it was terrible. So I'm kind of like, if I was like in the red. It's a process. And like, I'm going, you know, I'm uh, I'm like, I was on E and now I'm like half tank, (laughs) which is, you can go pretty far in a half a tank.
1: You can go pretty far in a half a tank. So I want, I want for you to, I would love for you to be able to hear your music the way that i hear it wouldn't that be great it would be i wish that you could hear the the i mean i just you do such great work
0: i just i i get very affixed on tiny things that don't matter at all mm-hmm. i'm the same because as a producer you know it's like there's that 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 hi-hat sound is just wrong or so, you know what I mean? Like p- something that somebody would not even think of, you know? And like, those are the things that I focus on. So it's just weird. Well, stuff it's the like same. That.
1: You have the same frustrations with me as well.
0: As you, or no with me.
1: What do you mean? Like you, do you do? you've told me like, you know, like you, I can't see the same, the things about my, do you know, I get fixed. Oh, oh, okay. I get fixated. I am on... still
0: talking about the, I was still thinking about the hi hats.
1: Well oh, see, see, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens? um
0: yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see you you know you stress and stress and and like like you get on stage and you let go and it's just like amazing, and everyone loves you and and people just uh you know, they want it from you even more, way more than I think people want it from me. You're you're, you have like that people are drawn to you, you know, you release a new song and people are like, Oh my God, I have to hear this before they even, you know, know what it is. And, and, and I don't think you own that as who you are, that you, you are someone that people respect and people like are excited to see and are intrigued by. Like I don't think you own that at all.
1: I wouldn't yeah, not yet. I'm still on my way there. But definitely more than I used to.
0: You've got the charisma.
1: Yeah. I definitely am well. I think we're both well. We're on the path.
0: Yeah. We're on the path. And I mean right. All you got all you can do is just keep on trucking and putting, you know, putting new stuff out there for people to see. Into love or hate or whatever it may to, be, <laughs> or never even listen to it they, all, because, because nobody, free, nobody.
1: Cares. Cares. There you go, awesome. There it is. Nobody cares, except for when they do. Except for when they do, and when they do, it's wonderful. It's great. Makes me feel good. I hope you guys care. They just, <laughs> they just turned it off. I know. Right? <laughs> 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 who is she? Who is she? I'll tell you who she is. Her name's
0: Nikki Glaspie She's our Who is she of the week? She's one of my. She's your she. She's, she's one of your she's. She's my, she's my wifey, actually. Um, we. Uh, she's one of my closest, bestest friends in the world. Um we met in college and, um, she is a, well, we were talking about her for a second in the, in the last segment, but she's a very extremely accomplished drummer, musician, songwriter. Um, she, uh, played for how you guys might know her is that she played for Beyonce, uh, when Beyoncé had an all-female band for a few years, yep. During like uh, Love on Top era, Nikki's playing drums on Love on Top. It was actually mm. Nikki's idea to do the key changes in that song.
1: Oh yeah. Well,
0: they did one key change, and then Nikki said, "We should just keep going up because that key that song has how many like five key changes. Like they just mm. you know how just keep you got my love on top." you know. Mm-hmm. She's like, "No, let's just keep going." So that was Nikki was like in the studio with Beyonce. Actually, I was living with her at the time that she was recording that album. Um and uh, yeah, Nikki was the drummer for my first band ever. We were first we were called Quota, Quota and then we changed our name to AKA. This was before I just changed it to or this is before I changed it to Adam Joseph and the Elegant Children children um but yeah so she, we went to college together at berkeley and um when i met her she was just like very church she was a church girl she grew up not listening to secular music at all
1: which oh, i think really is,
0: yeah she was just her parents were only let her listen to gospel so when she got to college that's when she started just discovering like all music other than gospel music isn't that crazy yeah yeah she started I mean, she was always like one of those people that was just like super talented and people would just kind of like flock to her and um she's very personable as well and she can just kind of talk she's one of those people that can just talk to anybody she's cool she's really she's
1: just cool cool She's just like cool person. Yeah, I, was I, just like, I wish I could be that her cool. Initial, yeah, her your initial impression. My initial impressions of her is just like this bitch is super cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like the last <laughs> person to leave, talking to the bartender. Like, you know what I mean? Like the that person,
1: and can also hang with anybody.
0: Anybody, like literally anybody. She walks in like Kevin Aviance is sitting there. She's like, "What's up?" She's <laughs> <laughs> just like, she doesn't care, and um. Yeah, and so she – yeah, she ended up like – and people are always like – I think people wonder like how do you end up getting to play for Beyonce? How do you tour the world as a world-class musician and end up on the cover of Modern Drummer and – you know, but the thing is she – I remember she was living in Boston at the time and she went – she drove down to New York and it was just like a American Idol cattle call style audition to, for Beyonce – Really? Yeah. They cuz they did a thing
1: that in... sounds horrible.
0: Did, yeah, totally. <laughs> and they did it they did some kind of like, you know, casting announcement and it and she did it in several cities too. She did it in New York, LA, and think in Texas or something. And um yeah, and she got the gig. So it was really just an open call. That's crazy. Yeah. And um then she was with Beyonce for god, probably at least four years yeah I, think. I
1: remember that whole beyonce that moment was super glamorous yeah
0: and then that's when beyonce drove by oh we got to meet the Hot. faggity attention music video <laughs> shoot <laughs> because nikki had just nikki had just got finished rehearsing because they were rehearsing for the tour in new york and nick and then nikki drove over and met met us where we were uh, filming the music video for Faggity Attention. It was like February. It was like Super negative cold. ten outside. <laughs> so it was So cold. cold. But we were trying to oh, shoot <laughs> a music video like it was nice and warm. <laughs> like, like see your breath coming out. But, um, but Nikki was there and she was doing the playback for the music Just from in her, her car. car.
1: Yeah.
0: And then this, and then this, uh, Escalade drives by and stops across the street right next to us, and the window rolls down. Fucking Beyonce's head pops out and she's like, What are y'all doing? <laughs> and I looked over and I was like,
1: Wait a Wait minute. Wait a minute. That's, That's. And I'm like, a Speedy Gonzalez. And just I was like, like a Bolt of light. I, I, running I ran over to the car. Yeah, I ran over to the car and I was
0: like, Oh, we're doing a music video. And I was like, Look, there's Nikki. And she looked over and she was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> She's like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just like a really weird moment. <laughs> and and then I got to like go meet Beyonce a couple of times after that when I would go see Nikki perform with her and stuff. Um, and, then, and I remember well, when, smell I, you. And I, no, when I met her that one time and Nikki, Nikki like walked me into the meet and greet or whatever. And she was like, yeah, this is Adam. Like remember you drove by the music video? Remember when I was there and she was like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious." <laughs> she said the same thing. It was really funny.
1: Weird. Yeah, it was weird. She's like not a real that's person. Hilarious. <laughs> um she's a robot. <laughs> but then Nikki
0: Nikki um they 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 kind of she Beyonce. actually left the band. She left she chose to leave the Beyoncé band. Um I think after Touring around the world thirty times, you just yeah. gets you just gets t- old, like, you know. She was like, "I don't want to do it." Now. Yeah, she did all the shows. You well, know, she's
1: been she is like, does what she wants. Yeah, right. That's true. That's the impression that I got from her. It seems like her whole career, she's like, "I'm doing what I want." Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing. The Beyonce was definitely the most structure that she ever had to have as a musician, um, because she's a, she's she's one of those people that. She's kind of like me where you don't want to play the same thing a million times exactly the same way, you know, and she likes to do her own thing and she and with Beyonce, you you couldn't do that. You had to do the same thing every night, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so she she was with her for for quite a while and got all the accolades for, you know, obviously playing with one of the biggest artists in the world mm-hmm. and then she, she has sponsorships and Gen- she right? has tons of sponsorships. Tons of sponsorships. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she was on the cover of Modern Drummer. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like pretty much the biggest thing you can get as a drummer. It's like being on the cover of Vogue as a model, you know? Um, and... (laughs) Or anyone. Or anyone. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, so then she, she, she stopped and she started doing her own thing. We were going to do a group together, but it didn't really work out. Um... And, but then she started her own band called The Nth Power. The Nth
1: Power, which I went to see. They're amazing. Yeah, they're really good.
0: They're really great.
1: It's not even like necessarily my thing, uh-huh. but I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, just like what, even if it's not something that the type of music that I'm into, mm-hmm. I'm very much interested. I find it very entertaining or interesting to like watch a bunch of people that are really great at what they do Mm -hmm. get together. I mean, there's something that's just magical about watching a bunch of really amazing people that you can tell are just the fucking best Mm -hmm. at what they do. Get together on stage. It's just like, you can't help, but yeah, just rip. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they can't, you can't help just, but just be really like caught up in it. Mm -hmm. And every time I watch, I've seen her perform with a band. They just get really, really caught up in it.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because it's really weird for the drummer to be the star of the band but she totally is the star of the
1: band. Oh yeah, for real,
0: for sure. Um she's not the lead singer. There there's like they they have like th- three they sing in three-part harmony. Nikki sings and plays drums at the same time. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I mean whenever whenever it comes around to Nikki doing the solo, like that's when people are cheering the loudest. It's crazy like for the drummer to be the star because usually the drummer is like in the background, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but she's just, that's the type of you performer, know, that, performer she that she is for sure. It really speaks to when the drummer can be like the star, you know, that you've got something special for sure. And she's went on to play with, she's played with everybody. Like I could go on forever. She plays regularly with Macy Parker. Who's, you know, James Brown's sax player is mm. a huge, like one of the big, most famous sax players of our time. Um, She's played... God, she's played with everybody. Um, and uh, you can check out... She has a new group, which is actually an old group. She, they, the girls from the Beyoncé band have reformed into a new band um, called the OGs. And they just released a new song, and we're going to play it at, at the end of the show... And, um, it's called the OGs presents higher and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it was recorded. Um, it, she, she was telling me there's this thing called the audio mission, the women's audio mission mm-hmm. in San Francisco, which is a whole like kind of program for female producers and recording engineers that's fantastic because there's a very there's a huge i love lack, that yeah there's a huge lack of um female uh it's kind of like the like chefs you know mm-hmm. it's like why are all the chefs male like why are why is everybody all why is every almost every business dominated by men you know because they push the women out because you know they're insecure about their being, you know, Size compared to penises? a woman, oh, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's, you know, that's amazing. And, um, and so they went there since it's an all female band, they went and recorded with female producers, female at an engineers, at an all female program. That's really cool. San Francisco. Yeah. That's
1: like really, really cool. Yeah.
0: So, um, we will play the OGs presents higher at the end of the show and um go check out nikki com. um let me look up her social media really quick so you guys can check her out and um
1: is she up on the socials
0: yeah her instagram is nikki drums at nikki drums n-i-k-k-i and um yeah go check her out go check out uh the nth power and um yeah, it's pretty it's, check it's, her out. It's good stuff. She's just amazing. We just we just wanted I just wanted to share, you know, I feel lucky to know her. She's one of my besties. And I spent she, a lot of time with her over the as well. allegedly a corona survivor. Allegedly. Alleg- I mean, she couldn't she get, a uh, yeah, no she was, get a test. She doesn't, yeah, cuz she was she was she was going to to she was flying to Unless Paris. You're dying. She was flying to We're Paris. Dead. She was flying to Paris the day that they made the international travel band. ban. Ban. <laughs> the band. The she was traveling with the band when they made the, the travel, travel band. band. Um and she she went to she flew all the way to Paris and then stayed in the airport and flew all the way back. Um she now lives in Austin, which is she's kind of like us, where she's like, you know what, she lived in New York for the longest time. And she's like, you know what? I'm always on the road. I'm I'm I travel around she literally travels around probably 11 months out of the year. She's always on the road with one band or the other. Uh So she's like, why am I in New York paying all this money for an apartment that I'm never in? And then when I come home, I'm in this shitty New York apartment. Mm
1: -hmm. She's like,
0: I'm moving to Austin, Texas and get myself a house.
1: And I was like,
0: fucking do it. Yeah. Like, that's the way to do it. And you know what? You were going to be able, you can have a house, you're going to have some savings, you know, and, when you come home, you have like a, a home to you'll come home to. You'll be away from it all. You know, you don't have to deal with all, a nasty New York City. You mm-hmm. know? Nasty New York City. Nasty girl.
1: We can't be talking shit about New York, especially New York, now.
0: No, but like if you're not working there and you're just coming home to be home for a couple weeks, not cool. No,
1: you don't want to be in New
0: York. New York's a place to work, not a place to relax. Unless you got lots and
1: lots of lots cash. Lots and lots of cash. But
0: anyway, check Nikki. Shout out to New Nikki York. Nikki um, Love you, Nikki. And um, yeah, go check out her music. Do it. You're going to fall in love because she's pretty fucking hot. What have
1: you done for you? Done for you lately,
0: I know what you've done for you. I know
1: what you've done for you, but what
0: have you done for you, what have you done for lately? lately. Yeah. Well, oh my god, <laughs> there's I a know lot what, going on. I know what you've done for me. What did I do? You got me that diffuser, girl. Oh,
1: I ordered these like little plastic diffusers like that they have at like the spa.
0: Oh, it's so nice. It's like you put the um, oils in there mixed with water, and it just makes the whole apartment smell so lovely.
1: Yeah, it's like you're walking into a spa. Yeah. It's beautiful.
0: I just want to like, put and on a robe really and put some cucumbers on my eyes.
1: A lady of a certain age always has to have a cucumber in the refrigerator. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, um, don't tell mom the babysitter's dad. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: I'm right on top of that rose. Right on top of that
1: rose. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, we have all these lo- I, I got one for each of the bedrooms, mm-hmm. right? And one for the um one for the the fridge. The fridge. It's on, on top, top of the fridge. It's on top of the fridge.
0: In the great room. The great room. It's a combination living like, space. Yeah.
1: Self-care is very important.
0: It is. Make yourself feel good about being at home.
1: Yeah. Make yourself feel good.
0: Clean up your room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Make your bed, you're worth it.
1: Do you? Are you like one? I'm definitely. We're both bed makers. Bed makers, totally. I feel like I can't start my day unless my bed is made.
0: Well, I.
1: I feel like I'm not doing anything. I have my little. I have my
0: little um, (laughs) my my little studio desk in my bedroom. So when I I don't want to start working until my bed looks all nice and. And plus I really love my comforter. So I really want to just like be able to appreciate
1: that. I agree. My comforter is really pretty. It makes me pretty feel pretty good. Too. It makes me feel good. And
0: it's not that hard to make your bed. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I was always a bed maker.
1: I always have been a bed maker. It's weird. It was one of the things that I hated doing as a child just because mm-hmm. my dad was so strict. that yeah. I had. There was a lot of shit that I had to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the things that I hated doing when I was little are now things that I have to do mm-hmm. in order to be sane. Mm-hmm. The things, you know, that I had to do, like make my bed and stuff like that. Yeah. Keep things clean. Yeah. Gotta I've, I've become kind
0: of kind of uh, a bit OCD in my old age. I started to really get into hanging all my things In a very specific way in my closet. Uh Uh-huh. And putting all my underwear in the drawer in the very same way. Your closet
1: is definitely... I mean, my closet's pretty neat. Yours is like another level.
0: Oh, God. I love it. I know exactly where everything
1: is. Uh Uh-huh. See, there's still places in my closet where I just kind of
0: put things. I separated my sock drawer by color. Well, that's just... You have I never to do did that, that before. I used to just like throw all the socks in there as a pile and not of even
1: socks. put the ones together. No, I
0: put them together. I not was not even put them the pe- pairs together? No, I put the pairs together. Oh god. But I'm saying oh, god. Did you give now a panic I have like attack? a row of like the white workouts <laughs> like the
1: the, the, the even, other color you short threw ones. threw them all in a drawer? No, I'm not a, <laughs> What do you mean? I'm not an animal, Erica. Oh my god. It um, just gave me mad anxiety. And um
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, I've got, I've always got like maybe a shirt or a hoodie hanging around somewhere, but for the most part, I like to keep everything in its place.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not You're like not... a duster. I'm not like a cleaner. Oh, see, I'm, but I am. Yeah. I'm like more of a cleaner than I'm a, like neat a neat person. person. I mean, but... I like things neat. Yeah. But I definitely, I also need them to be clean. Anyways. But do you think it's Do clean? you think it's clean? Anyways, but we've what been are we working we're, we're on... doing? What have, we have been doing something for us. We lately. are preparing. We're preparing to do something for we us. We very
0: Preparing um, to do a worldwide presentation on the interwebs of Instagram Live.
1: <laughs> I've never been on Instagram Live. I mean, that's hardly surprising. So this will be something very new for me. It's your first time. first time. You're a
0: virgin Instagram liver. Uh, yeah, I've been on. We're Instagram doing it with the live. Whole, have you? I I've gone. All you have to do is press live on your thing. Yeah, I, I got it. I, I get it in the seems... mood very rarely to interact with people that I don't really know that well, and I'll go on Instagram Live. I've
1: never been in that mood.
0: Yeah. Um. So <laughs> just very rarely, very rarely, I'm like, I'm going to go on Instagram Live. And you know what? It's actually kind of fun. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then sometimes like your your it real friends stressful. will pop in, and they'll be like, oh, hey. And you're like, oh, hey. And then these other people that you don't really know are like, blah, 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 you know, loved you doing this, and Whatever, you know, and it can be fun okay. for like 15 minutes. Okay. Um There's But we're doing t- hard like, out. We're doing like a whole show. Well, we're actually doing a show with Hey Queen mm-hmm. with, you know, hey, Johnny McGovern Johnny presents. McGovern presents. Hey, hey Queen.
1: yeah. The Hey Queen. What's it called? The Hey Queen family. We, well, we should
0: probably tell them how they can see it. It's the Hey Queen, hey Queen family, family variety. variety Hour. Hour. And um, it's going to be on <laughs> at Hey Queen TV's Instagram page. That's at Hey H E Y Q W E E N. Yeah, that's how you spell Queen mm-hmm. TV. At Hey Queen TV on Instagram this Thursday, so April tomorrow. 2nd. If you're listening to this on the first day that the podcast comes out, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, April second at nine p.m. Eastern standard Eastern, time. Ta- yes, That's New York That's time.
1: Good, you got it.
0: 6 p.m. 6 p.m. LA time, Pacific, Pacific standard time. time. And 3 a.m. if you're in Poland. Okay. Um and it's going to be like I'm going to be singing You're going to sing something. I'm going to sing well, some we're Whitney. We're going to sing a Whitney song, right? Yeah. And
1: I'm going to do a night day. Erica's gonna lip
0: sync. She's going to lip sync. I'm going
1: to lip sync. I haven't done it in a while, so this will be fun.
0: Um, and Johnny's gonna do do a number. Lady Red's gonna do a number. (laughs) I hope you
1: do. I'm gonna have so much fun. That's all that matters, Erica. It's gonna be so much fun. I wonder what everyone will think about it, though. (laughs) (laughs) You're the worst.
0: Um, and our friend Teddy Margus. Is gonna yeah. tell tell a little gay story. He's
1: got the best stories. He does. He He's does. got really good stories. There's gonna be go go performances mm-hmm. by Gert is the word yeah, and, Eddie Danger, and Eddie Danger.
0: Very sexy men's very sexy
1: men's and
0: oh my god! Special guest
1: appearance. Special guest alert
0: by the legendary of them all. Kevin,
1: be Children. Oh my God. Uh,
0: I can't wait to, I can't wait to watch
1: that. Like, yeah.
0: I'm going to be on the show. Are mm-hmm. we going to be able to watch it and be on the show at the same time? I hope so.
1: I don't know. Well, we can't like, I don't know how that works. I don't know. How it works we, we are we're still, still preparing guys. We're still, <laughs> that's why we're preparing.
0: Cause we're like, how does this thing work? Um, yeah. So I'm, I still have to, that's what I have to do tomorrow. It's like, figure out how that's gonna work yeah
1: i have to finish the outfit that i didn't set up finish. my
0: shot <laughs> it's very it's not the easiest place to find a no, good shot
1: i gotta finish that on my outfit
0: the lighting real quick. and all that so we've got to figure that all out
1: i think yeah well, that's that'll be our tomorrow project yeah
0: today we had to sh- shoot a promo thing you had to get all in drag i did um to promote uh, to do a promo video and uh, I really
1: enjoy doing it again, though. There was a point where I hated doing it,
0: getting in drag.
1: Yeah, like painting my face. Uh huh. There was a point where I was like really over it, but I think that was just because there was a lot of other shit going on in my in my life. It's
0: a lot of work.
1: It is a lot of work, but I'm actually like really. I'm kind of getting into it again.
0: It should be fun. Is, like, yeah. you know, th- that's the thing when when work turns into. I mean, when when fun, what you do for fun turns into like. Girl, I got to go do this
1: again. Time to make the like, donuts. You got to f- Yeah, that's what you always <laughs> used to
0: say. Time to make the donuts. <laughs> didn't necessarily sound very excited about it. Like, "Oh, I'm sorry you have to get paid a bunch of money to go out and drink all night." But well, when you do it, four when you do it, every, a week, yeah, it takes It its can toll. be tiring. I know. I know. I I I've For been sure. there. I've been there. Like sometimes, especially when you're on tour and you're doing it like night after night after night, you just, you're just God, you're like, God, I wish I could just stay in bed. (laughs) Oh, I was getting like, I was getting to the point where I would start taking naps right before I would go to the club in Europe because Uh I was waking up naturally at like five and six a.m. But then I would have to be at the club at midnight and sing until three. Uh So I'm like, girl, I need to take a nap before I go to the the disco nap, I guess. Disco? I mean, it was a disco nap.
1: We are going to another disco.
0: But girl, yeah, it can get hard sometimes. But, you know, you get there and you get You like the applause? You like the applause. You like the adulation? You like the adulation.
1: (laughs) It's a small thing. It's a small thing, but you take it. But you take it. (laughs) It's a
0: high. It's an addictive high, like. Most All highs, highs turn out, out to, to be. be,
1: but it's a high that won't, won't hurt, hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> the, if you don't know what that is, <laughs> you need to. It's from Netflix. Paris is Burning. Netflix. While Paris you're quarantined, is Paris is burning. Watch it several many times. Yeah. You're gonna want to watch it again immediately after. If you've never seen it before, you're gonna watch it. You're gonna want to watch it again. Yeah. Talk as about something it's you can do for yourself. Yeah. Do for that's yeah. Let's do the, for do that. For gift yourself. that it keeps on giving. I mean, for years and years and years. Um, so yeah,
0: diffusers, Instagram Live, Paris is burning.
1: I didn't finish my outfit, yet, but I got close. You're gonna get there. You
0: got the sewing machine on the table, so you know, that's half. That's half the battle. I've done.
1: I did. I did sew. I just didn't finish.
0: <laughs> you only reap what you
1: sow, Erica. <laughs> but um, but um, yeah,
0: and uh, I'm excited this is another side thing, but I finally bit the bullet and bought this. It made a huge purchase this week. And Erica has discouraged me from doing this, but I'm really glad that I did it because, um, I bought, uh, this new digital interface, which is like basically what you plug your microphones into that plugs into the computer to record. Um, and I have one now, which is what we're using to record this podcast. But it's, it's, you know, very cheap. And I bought it at a time when I had no money. And now I finally saved up some money. And I, I didn't spend all my money. I still have some money saved. But I decided to invest in myself as an artist
1: mm-hmm. in order for
0: me to be able to create better and more things. So I can now record at home and get like the sound that I want to get. Like I would get in a real recording studio, which I'm very excited about. That's so exciting. I think that it's worth it in the end because, you know, this is something you buy once and it's going to last for years and years and years. So I think it's worth the investment. And I think it's important to invest in your, you, you know, you, you can't get something from nothing. Not all the time. I've been doing that for too long, you know. So sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta do it.
1: Just gotta do it,
0: even though we're in crazy times. Honestly, my logic was: what if the world ends and I never get to buy this thing <laughs> that I've been talking about buying for the last year? Ooh, so I guess it was. I uh, guess I went, I went on Twitter and asked Twitter, and they everyone said yes. So obviously, everyone
1: we, said yes. Everyone
0: said yes. A bunch of people that I don't know them at all (laughs) gave me some great advice Uh, and said, Do it. And you know what? I did. And it's, it's, Twitter, I mean, you know, Twitter's
1: never, never wrong. Right. Twitter's never wrong.
0: The shade of it
1: all.
0: (laughs) You guys, that's now that's shade. (laughs) I don't have to tell you you're wrong because you already know you're wrong. Ooh. Anyway, guys, um, we're going to close it out, as I said again, with my friend Nikki Glaspie's uh, band, their She's new awesome. release, The OGs, presents higher. Uh, go check her out. And also, totally forgot to say it at the beginning of the episode, but follow me and Erica. I'm at Adam Joseph Music.
1: I'm at Erica Tour on Instagram EI and Twitter.
0: CKA. T O U R E and <laughs> follow us. I I said it wrong because we had to change the Twitter handle because it, it messed up or something. But our new Twitter handle is turning purple underscore.
1: <laughs> turning purple underscore. underscore.
0: I hate I hate it, but it is what it is.
1: It is what it is.
0: Turning purple pod. You can't have a certain. You can only have a certain amount of. Um, let characters in your Twitter name now which I think is weird because Adam Joseph Music isn't that the same?
1: No, Turning know. Purple
0: Pod would be longer but you can only have like 13 characters or something very upsetting but anyway <laughs> um, and you can email us with comments, <laughs> queries, questions and concerns to turningpurplepod at gmail.com
1: yes you can and you should you betta you better
0: alright we'll see you guys next week and uh, stay safe out there thanks for listening
1: Bass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's time to make some protest music got the OG's
0: Dying, With children in cages, the government's lying, they lying, y'all. They can't kill us all. They shootin', they shootin'. They thought we'd be quiet, be quiet, y'all. Yeah. The silence is deadly. Wake up, they put us to the
1: fire. They put us to the fire. And we have no fear, don't be scared, cause we just keep rising. So let's go higher. higher.
0: You gon' show me my respect yeah. The spirit of Malcolm and Martin is in me Osada and Angela Brees, you feeling me Weight of the people who came and they died for us Go get your back but I know the that there's more to us
1: Ooh. My great granddaddy wasn't and jivin'. He bought all his land so his folks could survive in. They trying to take it, they you Atiyana How much is you taking, dog? She,
0: you said you was gangster but Zimmerman's still walking free And the mother still crying tears Higher,
1: higher, higher